Good morning, everyone. This is Mayor Woody Washam from Cornelius in the beautiful new studios of WSIC Radio on West Catawba Avenue. We're so proud to have this new business uh, have a branch of their service here in our beautiful, wonderful town. And it's a pleasure for me to be with you today. And the topic of today is the town of Cornelius is whoever you want to ask in town, whatever citizen you want to ask, what is our top priority in the town of Cornelius? They're going to tell you it's transportation and roads. My goodness. Uh, I, I will promise you that that will be the answer that you will get. And today, we are so fortunate to have two experts in that particular field with us today. Uh, it's been a program I've been looking forward to for a long time. I know we have a lot of folks out there that will have questions, and you can ask your questions today by dialing 844-STUDIO-4. 844-STUDIO-4. There's no question too hard, and I bet you'll get an answer with this particular group that's with us today. We'll do our best, whether it's a local Cornelius question coming from our citizens or anywhere throughout the region. These guys will have an answer for you. And with me is Mr. Lou Raymond, who happens to be the chairperson of the Cornelius Transportation Advisory Board a board that I put in place uh, early in my term or, or reestablished early in my term because it is important that we have local citizens feeding into this process and providing us their ideas about how to correct some of our, our transportation challenges that we have here in town. Lou happens to be senior transportation engineer with a company by the name of Bolton and Mint, and uh, uh, he has served in this role as our uh, Transportation Advisory Board Chairman for many years now, and he'll give you a little more information about that. Also, we have with us our Deputy Town Manager in Cornelius, Mr. Wayne Heron. You've heard from Wayne uh, before uh, on WSIC, I am sure. Uh, he has many, many years of experience in uh, transportation topics and in uh, town government. So, he brings a wealth of knowledge and uh, relationships that uh, have really, really made a nice difference for the town of Cornelius. So welcome, Wayne. Thank you. And welcome, Lou. Thank you, Mayor. We're so glad to have you today. So let's let's jump in about, uh, uh, I guess, probably with feet first. And let me go to Wayne and ask him about our transportation projects that are looming out there our state transportation projects. I know I served four years on CRTPO. That's the Charlotte Regional Planning. Uh, what's the rest of it, Wayne? Charlotte Regional Transportation, Tran transportation Planning, Planning Organization. Organization. Yes. Thank you. It's a mouthful, but we call it CRTPO around here. It's uh, uh, Previous to that, it was our MPO. Mm -hmm. And that's really where the, the funding comes from our state projects, which bottom line is is the critical part of it and i think we've got in and around 600 million dollars coming to this town yes over the next five to seven years and i'm really excited about that many of us have worked hard to put that in place and make it happen uh, we've had some delays though haven't we wayne yes um and just to back up a little bit there in north carolina there's really two ways to fund a transportation project you either get state slash federal money or you use your local town money 
So we always want to try to capitalize on using the state money as best we can uh, and not penalizing or taxing our local citizens. So we are very fortunate that CRTPO and NCDOT have allocated, uh, as you mentioned, you know, four to six hundred million for up to 13 projects. Now, I want to say that again, 13 projects that could solve our congestion and our traffic issues. The reason that that is so critical, and I've worked in North Carolina over 30 years, most jurisdictions get maybe one or two projects at a time. Some, a big jurisdiction like Charlotte might have 10 or 12 or more, but it's unusual for a town the size of Cornelius to get 13. Now, I think one can say, well, we've had so few over the last 15 years, we deserve all 13 of these, and we do. It's makeup, right? It's makeup time. So uh, as these 13 come online, citizens will start seeing orange barrels. They'll start feeling the pain of construction. But the, the relief that comes at the end of construction, it will be unlike something we've never seen before with the capacity and the congestion management that we'll have uh, as the next four to five years come around. But it's been a real journey. It really has. Uh, it started uh, with the changing of the process many years ago. And as I uh, entered in my experience as an elected official back in 2013, uh, became part of CRTPO at that time, uh, it was just beginning a new process. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that, Wayne. So uh, 15, 20 years ago, there was a process in North Carolina, and, and I hate to put a tag on it, but a lot of people called it you know, the good old boy process. Basically, you went in and you just begged for your project and you hope you had the right relationships and you just hope DOT would think you're uh, important enough to uh, put you high enough in the ranking system. But about 15 years ago, DOT switched to a data-driven process. And that has helped us immensely. And that's one of the reasons we have the 13 projects because several of the criteria in the data-driven process are they look at the congestion, they look at the air quality, they look at the safety, they look at how many cars can move, and that's what's pushed us to the top of the game. Um, I really think if we had not had the budget woes that we had in 2019 where there was almost a full stop statewide, I think we would already have some projects delivered, but clearly that data-driven process has been to our benefit and that's helped us get these 13 projects in. Uh, we have scored very well on these projects, and uh, we do well under the data-driven process. That's fantastic. And uh, uh, Lou Raymond, the chairman of our tra uh, Transportation Advisory Board, um, how do you feel about that? Uh, you, you work a lot with DOT in your day-to-day -day job, don't you? Absolutely. Yes, i uh, been an engineer and certified planner here in North Carolina for uh, close to 30 years, and uh been uh, working a large part for the uh, public sector, um, especially with the uh, NCDOT, and have uh, definitely seen uh, the projects um, move forward in pre-construction. However, as Wayne mentioned, August 2019 and the last few years have have definitely slowed down some of the some of the progress that was currently already happening on all those projects within our town. And, uh, of course, it's unfortunate, but they still have been moving forward, especially as of, as of late. And uh, it's exciting to, to see that. And as part of uh, being on the Citizens Appointed Transportation Advisory Board, and um, it's a 
citizens committee and we have uh now we've added up to i think it's eight members um we've been uh fortunate um to have monthly meetings and in the last six months uh when we started receiving updates about the ncdot projects here in town uh we started to talk a little bit further about maybe some of the needs that the town could maybe take a local lead on and we started um, meeting and Wayne presented all the uh, great background information about how we've gotten here uh, as a town and with the DOT and and also there's as you probably see around town some uh, development projects that will also bring some other road improvements um, and so um, it's uh, it's been great that the town the tab has been able to look at additional uh, town-led projects that Cornelius can do in order to um, add on to what the DOT is doing. All right. Lou Raymond and Wayne Heron here with About Town. I'm Mayor Woody Washerman. We'll be right back. Good morning, everyone. This is Mayor Woody Washam. And we are back with About Town, and today we're about transportation, the top priority of our citizens, I think, in this region, but certainly we know for a fact it's a top priority for the citizens of Cornelius. Great projects coming our way, Wayne. Let's give a quick review of how these projects are looking, and you can rank them any way you would like, but uh, but let's talk through the reality of these things happen. I know we've got seven funded projects out of these 13 that's coming our way. So start with those and let's, let's see what this is looking like for the town of Cornelius. So we do have several funded projects and they are moving uh, now rather quickly. Uh, for years, we've been worried about delays, 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 and costs going up. But uh, I tell people now, even though the construction dates might be 24, You'll see utilities moving, which that's a good sign. You'll see some right-of-way uh, being acquired. So let me talk about a few of those. Uh, the Hickory Street intersection, uh, it will have a signal there. Uh, the DOT is currently acquiring right-of-way. Uh, the town is going to contribute about $3.4 million to that signal. Uh, so we are working with DOT on right-of-way acquisition and getting that signal laid out to help folks get out of Zion, to help folks get across from Hickory. So that'll be a great safety and congestion improvement. Uh, North Cross Drive Extension, uh, that will be a great north-south alternative if you want to stay off West Catawba. Uh, you won't see it much. It won't hurt traffic because it'll all be off the main line, uh, but that construction will start within the next uh, year. Uh, you'll see a roundabout there at Alexander Chase and the Alexander Farm Project uh, DOT will start working on that probably in the next year. So it will run from West Milan Road all the way over to Samfur eventually, That's right? That's correct. Down where Rubbermaid is uh, coming out there at Samfur Road. So folks, you can now stay off of Catawba Avenue. We've yes. given you a vehicle to do that. It's a very important project. Uh, the next one is Torrance Chapel. Uh, while we're still working with DOT on what the final scope of that project will be with some possible roundabouts, there will be significant intersection improvements with a dedicated lane going on 77 southbound. So a lot of people now that go to Charlotte or uh, will go southbound will be able to get in that dedicated lane without having to get into two lanes 
that go across the diverging diamond. There will also be significant improvement out at One Norman that Chick-fil-A paid for. So we're happy that our corporate citizens are contributing and being part uh, of our solution. Uh, we also have uh, the Highway 21 Catawba dual roundabouts. Uh, there's already utility work going on there. Uh, you, you'll see some improvements there uh, that will help with congestion at that intersection. Uh, and then up at Pot Street, you already see right-of-way work going on for a roundabout and improved pedestrian and bicycle improvements under the railroad bridge. So all of those projects have already started and are going on now. Uh, so happy to have those started. Uh, the big one that hasn't started is West Catawba widening. And we're still acquiring right away, working with DOT, uh, but we're very fortunate that that's on the list. It's fully funded. Uh, DOT is looking for ways to reduce costs, uh, but it's still there and it's still moving. Well, my assessment is that once a project is approved mm -hmm. and funded, that's the hard part. The next phase is the purchase of the right-of-way, which is well underway. That's when you can really say a project has begun. Is that correct, Wayne? That's correct. That's when DOT is spending what I consider the, the big dollars. Uh, real estate is very expensive, as anybody knows today. So negotiating with property owners, buying the correct right-of-way, buying what's necessary to widen the road, uh, that's a big step. And once DOT acquires that, I think, yes, you can say that project has started. So we have started West Catawba, yes. folks, and, I, and that warms my heart to hear that. The next phase of any of our projects will be the movement of the utilities after the right-of-way. Is that correct? That is correct. Once DOT certifies the right-of-way, they take those right-of-way plans to all the utility companies, and they're allowed to negotiate with them about schedules for moving. And sometimes there's a, a necessary sequence. Maybe the water and sewer has to move first. Uh, usually AT&T and some of the communication people are the last to move, uh, but we, we try to work with all of them to get the right right-of-way, the right conduits, the right locations. Uh, it, it's a big job uh, if you know everything that's in a right-of-way. Uh, so uh, certainly that's the big second step is moving those utilities. It is, and it's often a little bit of a slow step because yes. there's not much control that we have, and the state statutes give the utilities a lot of rights, don't they? That's true. Uh, you know, we, we need all of these utility companies. They, they serve us greatly, uh, but moving poles and sometimes moving lines is not the highest thing on their priority list. Of course, serving their customers is number one, uh, but we try to emphasize the importance of serving all citizens and, we, and the need to move these utilities. So we try to work uh, well with them. We try to keep good relationships and uh, hopefully they'll move them as quickly as possible. Great. Well, let's throw our number out there in case uh, anybody has any questions that's listening today. And that would be call us and ask us whatever's on your mind related to transportation. And that would be 844-STUDIO-4, 844-STUDIO-4. Now, traveling on from West Catawba with our projects, what, what comes next at the state level? So the, after the utilities have been moved, the state will uh, do a final plan that they'll put out for bid. Uh, and they'll hope the bids come in uh, uh, lower than the estimated cost uh, or as close to it as possible. And the one thing they're doing different now that we didn't have pre-pandemic is when they let a contract for a construction company, they're actually giving them an extra six months to start. And the reason for that is supply chain issues. We're still having some issues getting pipe, getting 
conduit. So they're trying to give the contractors a little bit more flexibility of when they get started uh, and just trying to work with them to also to get better pricing. Uh, if we don't demand they start right away, sometimes they'll give us a better price if we give them a little bit more time to get the, the pipe and the conduit and the materials. So that's the big last step. Uh, and then it's uh, managing the project and, and working with the contractor and working with citizens to get around while all that construction is going on. So what's the town's role? I know this is DOT doing these projects. What's the town's role in managing these projects? Well, the first big role is that it's different from years past. DOT used to fund things 100%. So up front, the new role is if we want to keep a project moving, all jurisdictions statewide have to contribute maybe 20 25% to keep the project funded. Uh, so we're doing that. Cornelius has pledged up to $37 million to keep our projects rolling. Uh, so that's a local commitment. Uh, then beyond that, we work very closely with DO stat, DOT staff on acquisition of right-of-way if they need assistance, uh, working with utilities to help uh, be a middleman to manage that process. And then during construction, specifically, they'll work with us to get the word out what's happening daily. Uh, where do citizens need to take detours? Uh, where areas do citizens need to avoid uh, because there's construction that day? I know a lot of us remember the construction on the DDI, and it was painful uh, certain days. So we want to be able to get the word out that, hey, if you live down Torrance Chapel, maybe go down to Westmoreland today. Uh, or if you live down at uh, Robbins Park, maybe today's the day to take Sam Fur and not come up toward Westmoreland. So we'll work with DOT to find out what's going on on a daily basis, try to steer people in the right direction. Uh, and try to do the best we can to make people's quality of life the best we can during this construction process. It'll be major, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, you'll see the town communicating quite a bit along the way. Yes. We believe in that. We have the resources yes. to do it, so pay attention. Yes. We're all praying for those orange barrels yes. to show up. So what comes behind or in and around West Catawba in terms of other funded projects? So around West Catawba, and I, I'll start on the south end, uh, the the improvements to Sam Fur Road. Uh, and these affect uh, almost everybody in Cornelius because uh, Highway 73 goes all the way from the Cornelius western limits all the way to our eastern limits. Uh, so we'll work with citizens. Luckily, all three sections of Highway 73 are scheduled to start in 28, 29. So we're going to keep people informed, uh, let them know what's going on. Uh, we have residents on both ends. Uh, coming up West Catawba, I think, First thing you're going to see in the interim is we're going to be working on some pedestrian crossings. We'll be talking to the town board about that to improve safety with pedestrians in the interim, and then we'll work with DOT on the ultimate pedestrian crossings with the project. And then I also think you'll see uh, you see the work with Alexander Farm. It's moving along quite a bit. Uh, they are actually contributing and doing a lot of work to both Westmoreland and West Catawba. So they'll be doing that at the same time. Uh, and then as you come further up, uh, we'll have projects uh, that are on either side. One is a town-funded project, Jaton Sefton. Uh, this is one that the DOT uh, was not eligible for state funding. But the town said it's important enough. Uh, we're going to be taking that on ourselves to improve traffic, congestion, pedestrian, and bicycle. So you're going to see a lot of big improvements to Jaton Sefton over the next year. Critical, critical uh, thoroughfare in our town, yes. and it is an alternative to uh, West Catawba Avenue, which makes it important. 
Uh, so we're we're going to uh, fund that project. It's been voted upon. It's in progress. It's it's uh, uh, coming out of the engineering phases now. Yes. And uh, we'll be getting getting some cost together for mm -hmm. Jatun Sefton, correct? Yes. Um, matter of fact, right now it's out to bid, so we hope to get some good bids from contractors. Uh, we'll bring those back to the town board probably in the next month and hopefully get that one under construction here in the next next little bit. That That is totally exciting. Call us with your questions at 844-STUDIO-4. It's all about transportation on About Town today. We appreciate you listening, and I have with me my guest, uh, Wayne Heron, Deputy Town Manager in Cornelius, and Lou Raymond, the chairman of Cornelius Transportation Advisory Board. So we will be back momentarily and got a lot more great information. You will learn something today. Good morning, folks. We're back with you. It's about town and about transportation today with Deputy Manager Wayne Heron and Cornelius Transportation Advisory Board Chairman Lou Raymond. So we're sort of walking through the projects, and I think we were alluding to the fact that um, once those orange barrels show up, folks are going to absolutely uh, uh, need to uh, get a little patience in the process. Right, Wayne? That's correct. And if we only had one or two projects, we might be able to steer people uh, to areas where they could move around easier in town. Having up to seven at one time, we're going to have to pay attention. We're going to have to watch and we're going to have to be patient. Uh, but again, what I always say is when those orange barrels, when those projects are done, it's going to be a wonderful day. It's going to be a wonderful world. But in the interim, uh, the town's going to do the best we can to get information out to our citizens. DOT's going to be putting information out. It'll be a daily barrage of information out of which way is the best way to go, which way might be easier, uh, where will the orange barrels be, which lanes will be closed. Uh, if you're going to Charlotte, it might be better to go down to 73. If you're headed downtown, it might be better to do this. We'll get as much information out as we can to help people in their daily lives. Great. Call us with your questions at 844-STUDIO-4, 844-STUDIO-4. Now, let's move along with some of the other state projects, and I do want to get to some of the local priorities that uh, we have just established, I think, here in our town to intermingle with these great state projects. So some of the other projects that we have on the list from DOT that will benefit our area, one is the I-77 shoulder lanes, and we are very hopeful that that can be something to help people get from exit to exit um, and be a better uh, opportunity to get from, say, 25 to 28 or 28 to 30. So that's something that we're looking at and hoping will come along. What's the schedule predicted on that? Right now, that is projected to start next year in 2024. Uh, now, of course, they won't do all of them at once. They'll be doing segments. Uh, we're not sure which one they'll start on, but of course we would love the segments closer to Cornelius. So we're going to be lobbying for that. Uh, so certainly that's something coming up that we're excited about. Uh, probably the next biggest project is we're looking at widening of 21 and Bailey Road Extension. Uh, Highway 21 is a critical artery. Uh, it's a north-south artery. Uh, certainly sections of it are already widened, such as down at 25 and Huntersville around Target. But we need to get the section from Target up to 21, uh, that section that includes 131 Main, 
fenders uh, and on up through there. If we can get that widened, that would be a significant link in our transportation. So we're excited about the new Atrium Hospital yes. arriving uh, here in Cornelius at the corner of West Milan and Highway 21. Yes. Uh, very soon, that, that project's supposed to be complete in 24, so I hear. So, yeah, that, they are moving rapidly, and uh, we're so excited because they bring the wherewithal to make a project happen. And not only are we getting world-class hospital to serve our citizens, uh, they are required to do a lot of road improvements with their construction. So we are very happy that they will be completing an intersection uh, down on the south end at the new Bailey Road extension. They'll be making intersection improvements at uh, Westmoreland and 21. Uh, those, are inter those are improvements that we as the town and DOT don't have to pay for. So we're very thankful that Atrium is coming in, uh, spending those dollars, making those improvements, and doing them about as fast or faster than what we could ever have it done or DOT could ever have it done. So one of the other uh, pieces of good news about that project is Atrium will be working with our town to try to uh, justify and encourage the state of North Carolina um, as well as the uh, uh, Federal Department of Transportation to allow us and actually build Exit 27. So what do you think our chances are, Lou, of Exit 27? Is that, uh, is that realistic? I, I, I believe uh, our advisory board would, would certainly support that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I know the, uh, the citizens on the tab would uh, definitely, and we've talked about this in previous meetings and work sessions, have been fully supportive of uh, an interchange there. And uh, we realize that, you know, there's still no funding for it as uh, as it's not one of the projects on uh, DOT's list of uh, funded. And But we uh, realize Atrium could, could be a game changer and uh, be the impetus for an interchange there, which we are we know that we have a lot of NCDOT projects and that, that would be an important one to to really uh, provide an alternative to the DDI or exit exit 25. So it would uh, definitely improve um, access to our community. We're going to be working hard for that. Uh, it's it's going to take some uh, political influence and, I, and maybe some work with the Department of Commerce as well as Department of Transportation, right, Wayne? That's correct. Uh, Department of Commerce has a lot of funding that they can provide larger projects that create an economic benefit for our state. And so we are certainly hoping that the, uh, the siting of Atrium at Westmoreland and 21 uh, will be a significant, and we know it's a significant, economic generator. Uh, there'll be another 100 acres of development around Atrium. Uh, Atrium sees the, the need for an interchange at Westmoreland. Uh, the one positive thing that I will say about that interchange, because I hear from a lot of citizens, well, I like Westmoreland the way it is. I like to be able to get across without an interchange. Well, we've really got two projects planned. We've got Exit 27 and Interchange at Westmoreland, but on the south end of Atrium, we're proposing an, another flyover. So there will be a way to get over the interstate without having to have an interchange. So Atrium is just doing so much positive and bringing so much change to us that uh, will benefit our community and, and and their influence is very similar to the town's influence to put us together I, I just see only positive things for exit 27 in the future that's that's fantastic and uh, you know let me ask you this before we uh, move along with our projects 
people perceive that Cornelius is growing at some tremendously high rate of uh, population increase, uh, where is our, and we do have traffic, we do have gridlock, where is all this traffic coming from? Is it really growth in Cornelius or where, where, where is the impact coming from of what we're dealing with in uh, uh, traffic levels here in our town? Well, you know, people have perceptions, but um, I look at the data on a daily basis and what I see from the traffic impact studies on some of these developments that come through is that one, our population, uh, matter of fact, in the last two updates from state budget office, we've actually gone down a little bit. Uh, so we're not really growing in population. The last CMS study said we were growing at about 0.6, six tenths of a percent. So we're not really adding population. We're not really adding students to the schools. But yet, if you drive around, you're like, where are all these people coming from? Where are they going? Uh, there's a lot of people that come from Lincoln County going north to Iredale County. There's a lot of people that drive from Iredale going to Mecklenburg. Well, we have to let those people pass through. <laughs> we don't have a choice. So uh, there's a significant amount of traffic. And if you read between the lines in a lot of these traffic studies, over 50% of the traffic that is coming to Cornelius is pass-through traffic. Uh, now, a lot of them are stopping at our restaurants, and we appreciate that. Uh, certain communities don't have the same restaurants we do, and we appreciate those people coming to Cornelius and spending their tax dollars here. Uh, but it does create congestion that is not related to any type of development. It's still a problem we need to we need to solve. Yes. But uh, you know, really, a 0.6 uh, percent growth over. I think I had heard over 24, last 24 months or so. Is that correct? Or? Uh, it, it actually goes back further than that. Uh, now, we'll probably get an update here coming up. We've been getting new census numbers, but clearly at six-tenths of a percent, uh, we're, not, we're not creating the problem with population growth. I got gotcha. you. It's, it's, it's a tough thing to explain, but it's, uh, it's a reality. Yes. You know, you've got uh, Mooresville growing like a weed. Oh, yes. You've got Huntersville mm -hmm. approving a lot of projects down there uh, as well, as you said, the, um, the through traffic from Denver and Lincoln County. Mm -hmm. A lot of growth in Lincoln yes. County as well. So Mayor Woody Washam here, and I'm with Wayne Heron and Lou Raymond. And you're listening to About Town, and we're taking a quick break and be right back. Thanks for listening today. Good morning, everyone. This is Mayor Woody Washington from Cornelius, back with you on About Town, talking about transportation today with Deputy Manager Wayne Heron and Transportation Advisory Board Chairman Lou Raymond. So welcome back, uh, gentlemen, and we have pretty much touched on the major projects that are going on at the state level, but um, it, it's a priority for me, and I think it's a priority for the uh, Transportation Advisory Board, Lou, to do some things quickly to move along the process of, of uh, reducing some of the pain related to traffic in our community so is, is that a true statement? I know that uh, the Transportation Advisory Board that I have uh, um, had the honor of meeting with you guys the last few times um, have set a new list of priorities for really hot spots that we really need to take a look at and see 
how we can make a quick difference here in town. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Totally true, Mayor. Uh, the TAB in the last couple of months had uh, several work sessions to identify uh, what could be town-led projects that would be in addition or additive to the NCDOT projects already in development. And the three quarters where we saw the greatest needs were the Bailey Road quarter, the Westmoreland Road quarter, and the Catawba Avenue corridor. And uh, we have looked at those independent of funding, but we, we knew that we had to come up with a list of needs that the town you know, could take on. And uh, we did that within those three quarters. And uh, one uh, logical next step was the, you know, the development of the, uh, the mayor's task force on implementation as, and funding, because as we all know, and just mentioned, construction's the biggest part of a transportation project. And, you know, you can do all the work on uh, analyzing and developing, you know, the uh, the plans for what you're going to do. But if you can't fund it for right-of-way utilities and construction, the project may not get built. So that's uh, an important next step, and uh, I'm going to be glad to be a part of that here going forward, as I, I think that's definitely imperative that uh, the task force looks at how we uh, implement these projects and we fund them. Well, that uh, was a very important step in my mind uh, and, a, and a great follow-up to the prioritization process that uh, Transportation Advisory Board put in place for the, for the uh, areas that you just talked about. So uh, we're moving this task force forward. Uh, we've got some great folks that will be participating. This is an all-star group of folks that can truly make things happen. Anytime you you instigate a group of citizens at this level, uh, you're going to see some progress. You're going to see some progress politically, and you're going to see some progress, uh, you know, in, in actual terms of figuring this out. Uh, we've got financial people on there that understand funding mechanisms that maybe the town hadn't even thought about. Uh, it's going to take a combination of a lot of things, maybe tax increases, maybe um, new bond referendums, uh, maybe state programs that uh, we haven't heard about, and maybe grants. Uh, so, you know, my expectation is that we can move this quickly and make a difference in, in relation to that. And that is a very, very much top priority for me that will kick off here in the next few weeks. So very excited about that. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to working with my co-chairman, who will be Mr. Jim, Jim Engel, who's the former chairman of Aquesta Bank here in, in Cornelius and certainly gets that financing piece of things and a long list of other superstars here in our community. So very excited about the mayor's task force on transportation, implementation, and funding. So off we go with that. Um, so what are some specific projects in town, Lou, that we, we're looking at uh, uh, I guess we should start uh, with talking about some of the studies that the town board has recently implemented to maybe move some local things forward. Maybe I should turn to Wayne and let you tell us, just touch on those items. Well, we appreciate the work that the Transportation Advisory Board has done. It has really helped us identify and prioritize what we should be looking at with town funding. The first one that I think you'll see, we just sent out a request for proposals to engineers, is that Zion Avenue connector. Uh, we think that uh, as the 115 report said from several years ago and had a great citizen committee 
that uh, prepared that study, uh, Zion Avenue Connector is a great value-added benefit that we could look at uh, to relieve congestion and help with uh, traffic on the east side. So we have an engineer looking at the feasibility, looking at some alternative routes, uh, and we'll be looking at how that works with and how we can improve mitigation with Huff High School, Bailey Middle School, and the whole Bailey Road issue. So that falls right into that Bailey Road corridor that the Transportation Advisory Board talked about. So that's number one. That's a that's one that we're starting to look at right now. So we we uh, uh, put our money in the right place there, yes. and uh, fortunately the town board passed that. Yes, and uh, we're we're well underway. Uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about our downtown. Uh, a lot of folks uh, are concerned about some congestion downtown with some of the proposed projects, as well as uh, maybe some of the growth that could folks could anticipate over in antiquity. Um, how, how do you guys feel about uh, uh, the impact of any of the growth projects that we're looking at now or the ones that have been approved that may come? Uh, either one of you kick in on that one, Wayne, Wayne or Lou. Well, I know I'm real proud of the town center that we have and established uh, the boundaries for that. And one thing uh, the tab looked at was some of the pedestrian crossings in that area and this we even looked at I would say about a year ago and we were fortunate enough to come up with recommendations that the town board funded for for improvements and that's some of the improvements you see there along uh, East Catawba Avenue right in front near Town Hall and in front of Town Hall. Um, so excited to see some of the additional foot traffic in our in our downtown. Great I think we've got a phone call so put him on who, who am I talking to here? Is this William? Hey, Woody, this is William. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you, sir. What's your question today? Uh, you got a couple gentlemen talking to you uh, today about the transportation, and I had talked to you a few weeks ago about the toll roads on I-77, and none of the um, revenue that's collected from that is coming back local because right. it was farmed out yes, sir. by a foreign company. My question is, is that um, I, this may be a roundabout way of looking at things, but if they were to pass uh, legalization of marijuana use in the state of North Carolina, like a lot of states have done across the union, um, would we see any of those funds that are accumulated from that that would help pay for projects coming up for transportation? I know it doesn't really pertain to transportation, but I'm just trying to figure out other ways to, to come up with funding for our state and keep it local. Sure, William. It's a good question. Uh, Wayne, how about uh, taking that one on? I think you can... Yeah, right now there's been no discussion at the state legislature about any uh, concept uh, like what you're describing. Uh, there have been a lot of discussions between senators. Now, one thing we're fortunate, Senator Vicki Sawyer from so uh, Mooresville uh, represents a portion right. of Cornelius, and she is chair of the Senate Transportation Committee. So she has been talking with Senate leadership about some different proposals for funding uh, beyond the gas tax, uh, and she's looked at several options. Right now, there's no bills introduced, so we don't see any options right now, but I know she continues to talk, she continues to work, and, and certainly I think she's got all things on the table. I think it sums up uh, to say to you, William, that uh, it's a work in process. Uh, there's been a great first oh, yeah. step. Yeah, I know it doesn't really pertain to transportation. That right. It's just another way, another avenue possibly to get some funding 
in North Carolina, keep it local or whatever. Kind of like when they did when they passed the the lottery education, it was supposed to be for schools. Now, how much of that funding goes back into the school system, I don't really know. Some of it does, I would imagine, but it is a lot of revenue right. uh, created with the lottery. So the marijuana uh, end of it would create also would create a lot of lot of funding. Could use all the help we could get there with the funding piece of it. Thanks for calling today, William. Call back anytime. Good good talking to you. All right. Take care. Thanks. So uh, as we have uh, moved through our stories on transportation here, there's a lot going on. I think we can summarize it at that. A uh, lot going on in our town, uh, you know, from uh, uh, trying to figure out better ways to do a whole variety of things. Uh, this isn't about transportation, but I'm going to change the, the tone just a little bit because I've received a number of calls that we might want to address while you're here, Wayne, uh, relating to our water quality in Lake Norman. You know, we're a town of 75 miles of shoreline, and I'm concerned about it. Citizens are concerned about it. Uh, what's your take on all of that, and what can we do about it to make it better? Well, certainly uh, Mecklenburg County is on top of this, and uh, Commissioner Elaine Powell, who represents District 1, uh, is also very concerned. She's very much into environmental uh, protection. So she's been working with the county uh, department that handles this, and they are putting out information through all the local public information officers, communication managers that, hey, we're, we're trying to improve the sewer situation. We're trying to look at aged infrastructure, what works going on in our neighborhoods. But also, if you'll just call them, they're willing to come out and look at algae situations, uh, hydrilla situations. They'll look at anything environmental, uh, tell you what you might need to do, and also be willing to put out warnings to the public. We're a lot more to come on water quality. But today, I want to express my thanks to the two gentlemen that are, in my opinion, the best experts we have on transportation in the town. Mr. Wayne Heron, Deputy Town Manager, and Lou Raymond, our Chair of the Ta Transportation Advisory Board. Thanks you, thank you for being with us. If you have additional questions, feel free to email me. Glad to have you today on About Town. Mayor Woody Washam, we'll see you next week, next Thursday at 11 o'clock with another great program on About Town. <laughs>